an encouraging word with David Ravel, founder and executive director of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries. This podcast has two purposes. First, to bless pastors, pastors' wives, and their families. And second, to challenge the body of Christ to support your pastor through being faithful in prayer, seeking to grow in your relationship with Jesus every day, and coming alongside him in your devotion to kingdom work. And now, here is David with an encouraging word for today. We are so glad that you've tuned in. We are coming to you from the hills of Tennessee, a beautiful display of God's handiwork. Shepherd's Fortress Ministries is a ministry of helps and encouragement to pastors and their families and ministry leaders. We are here for prayer, to listen, and to connect you with retreat opportunities around the country through our ministry partners and connections we are making on your behalf. Pastors, I want to repeat this often. We pray for you, your family, and your ministry. We urge the church, the body of Christ, to pray for your pastor, his family, and the leadership team of your church each and every day. My heart's desire through this podcast is to bring encouragement from the Word of God to all who tune in. Our focus is draw near to listen. I've said it in previous podcasts. You've preached it, pastors, and you've heard it preached. If ever there was a time for God's people to fervently pray, the time is now. Our Lord loves it when we engage in fervent prayer, when it's from our hearts in the power of the Holy Spirit. This is really the only way to pray. I believe lifeless, repetitive prayers have no effect or purpose. Lately, I've been praying, Lord, lead me in prayer through the Holy Spirit. Cause me to be concerned with the very thing that concerns you. In Luke 11:1, the disciples asked Jesus the greatest question of all, Lord, teach us to pray. They didn't ask Jesus to teach them to preach, to draw crowds, to sing, to build buildings, or to be financially successful, or to write a book. They asked the Lord to teach them to pray. In light of all that is taking place around us, as I think of all that pastors and ministry leaders are enduring during these trying times, I have asked the Lord to teach me to pray countless times. I'm so thankful for Romans 8, verses 26 and 27, where it says, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. I'm sure we've all been in this place, unable to find the words as we come before the Lord in humility and compassion. Our God is faithful, even in our weakness. In the same way, it says, the Spirit helps our weakness. And it says, the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. He intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. This is what guarantees Romans 8.28 that many so often quote, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. 
Even though we'll have times when we don't know how to pray or what to pray, may we never shrink back from faithful, fervent prayer. Yet may we resolve to stay diligent in it, focused on the majesty of God, to worship Him for who He is, that we would grow in our relationship as we commune with our great God and Savior. I have asked the Lord to keep me from vain repetition that he warns us about in Matthew chapter 6, verse 7, how they're meaningless and even selfish when they are focused only on my needs. Yes, we ask the Lord to meet our needs, yet this is a small part of the purpose of prayer. I admit I tend to be a slow learner in some areas. One thing I have taken more time than I should have in learning is the value of listening much more than I talk in my times of fervent prayer. I am learning that we grow more fervent in prayer by listening rather than doing all the talking. May we take to heart what is written in Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verses 1 and 2. It says, guard your steps as you go to the house of God and approach to listen rather than to offer the sacrifice of fools, for they do not know that they are doing evil. Do not be quick with your mouth or impulsive in thought to bring up a matter in the presence of God, for God is in heaven and you are on the earth. Therefore, let your words be few." This gives such a powerful perspective of our mighty God and the awe and reverence He deserves when we enter His presence, something that has been forgotten, even brushed aside in this modern-day, seeker-friendly, no-offense environment in the church. Ecclesiastes 5.1 says, Guard your steps. See, our human nature doesn't think in this way. If we want it, we go and get it. We must be ever aware when we approach the only living and most holy God, the King of Kings. If this phrase offends me, then perhaps I'm walking by the flesh and not by the Spirit. See, the Word of God should always prick our flesh as we go to the house of God, as we enter His presence. The Bible says, draw near to listen. As I've already mentioned, listening is a quality in life that reaps great benefits, wisdom, understanding, and we're filled with his calm assurance. When we draw near to the Lord with the right heart, so many promises come alive. I think of Hebrews 4, 14 through 16, where it says, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things, just as we are, yet without sin. Therefore, Let's approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace for help at the time of our need. The phrase, draw near to listen, grips my heart, especially when I read verses 2 and 3 and how I'm reminded once again of the awe and majesty of our God. As I think of my human nature, as I think of our fast-paced society, I believe listening, genuine listening, is rare. So often, I have already rehearsed my reply, knowing what I will say without truly hearing or comprehending what's being spoken to me. This is a reference to general conversation with people. Yet I'm certain that too often we approach God with preconceived thoughts, ideas, and even answers, thereby limiting ourselves to our mustard seed size plans. 
all because we're in too big of a hurry or we have already worked out the details and have put our plan in motion and we miss God's mighty plan because we didn't draw near to listen. Therefore, my prayer today is the same as the disciples. Lord, teach me to pray. Today I invite the Holy Spirit of God, who dwells within every believer, to lead me, to lead us in prayer according to his word and his will. This is how we will move mountains in prayer. As we pray in faith, believing as Jesus teaches us in Matthew 21, verses 18 through 22, where it says, Now in the early morning, when he was returning to the city, he became hungry, and seeing a lone fig tree by the road, he came to it and found nothing on it except leaves alone, and he said to it, No longer shall there ever be any fruit from you, and at once the fig tree withered. Seeing this, the disciples were amazed and asked, How did the fig tree wither all at once? And Jesus answered and said to them, Truly I say to you, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done to the fig tree, but even if you say to this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, believing, you will receive it all. What a powerful word as we go to the Lord in prayer together. Father, I lift up every servant. I pray for their families. I pray, Lord, for the ministries you've called them. I pray, God, that you would lead us in prayer and teach us to pray in the power of the Holy Spirit in this world that we live. Lord, we have so many things in our hearts and minds as we care for people and and preach the gospel. And I just pray that you'd minister to every pastor, every ministry leader. And we thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness and your love. We thank you, Lord, for the privilege and the power of prayer. And we thank you, Lord, for teaching us to listen. May we listen to you from the depths of our heart as we gain wisdom and understanding and grow in our relationship with you. We give you all the glory and praise. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we wrap up for today, I have a special request. If you are encouraged, please share the link to our podcast with your friends on social media or by email. I would sincerely appreciate your help in getting the word out. I would like to invite you to like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. You can also request to be placed on our email list where you'll receive reminders of our latest podcast being uploaded and occasionally you'll receive information that we think would be of interest to you. Pastors, we thank God for you and your faithful devotion to love and lead the church. We look forward to hearing from you for prayer and encouragement. We are so thankful for each one who reaches out to us to say that you're praying for us. It so encourages our hearts. In the meantime, we pray the blessing of the Lord upon you as you minister to God's people and those yet to surrender their life to Jesus. We invite you to tune in next time. Until then, let me urge you to stand firm in Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you so much for tuning in. May the Lord pour out his blessings in your life, your family, and your ministry. This has been a production of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries, kingdom-building encouragement for kingdom-building pastors. Until next time, may God bless you as you seek him with all your heart. Music